1: is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? What's up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm Francesca, your host with the most fucking toothache, to be honest with you. I completely cracked a tooth, not this Christmas just gone, but the Christmas before. And... Like a fool, I did not get it seen to and then lockdown happened and now coronavirus has taken over our goddamn lives. My dentist is in London and I cannot get a dentist for love nor money. The thing that annoys me is that I have recently given birth and so I get free dental care for two years. You get it while you're pregnant and then you get it for a year after. Do you think I have been able to take advantage of that at a time when I've needed it most? No. And it has wound me up so much until I read Rich as Fuck and we're now doing another money manifesting book. And I've been really working on my money blockages, on my wealth mindset. And I'm thinking, why am I not seeing a dentist? Because I'm purely just angry that I should be entitled to a free one and I can't access one. Like who is that going to harm in the long run? The honest truth is me because I'm already feeling the pain of it. Like I honestly can't even drink room temperature water on that side. It's so painful. So your girl's gonna have to go private. (sighs) Gonna have to go private. But um, I don't say that with a heavy heart anymore, like I did before or like with anger. I'm very thankful that I live in a country where I can simply pay to access healthcare and that Soon, I will not be in this pain anymore because I will be searching out for a good private dentist. So that is what is going on in my mouth this week. Anyway, today I want to talk about how you can prime your environment to achieve your goals and live your very best life. Now, you might be thinking, what? What does this mean for me? I'm talking about your home. I'm talking about, if you live with your parents, your bedroom. I'm talking about your desk at work. I'm talking about your car. I'm talking about any kind of environment that you are spending your time in. Now, did you know? that up to 98% of your daily behavior is habitual. Habitual meaning you literally don't even think about it. You're just going through the motions of something that you do over and over again. It is automatic pretty much. Now, I became familiar with this kind of work in the book called Atomic Habits, which I am low-key obsessed with. If you want to Change any habits if you want to get rid of any bad habits or if you want to start implementing some good habits into your life. Atomic Habits is the book for you. Now, you might be thinking, Fran, what does this have to do with achieving my goals? Let me tell you what you do on a daily basis, what you do repeatedly, is what is going to affect the trajectory. We all know I can't say this fucking word, trajectory of your life and whether you achieve a goal or not. You're not going to achieve a huge goal by doing something once on a one-off. You're not going to be Mr. Universe if you go to the gym one time. You're not going to learn to play the piano if you take one piano lesson. You're not going to do whatever it is that you want to do if you don't make it a daily part of your life and make it fundamentally a part of your identity and who you are. And the great thing is, is that you can change your habits or you can implement new habits in order to reach your goals without the need for an ounce of motivation. No, you don't need motivation. You don't need willpower. You are literally going to rearrange your environment to best suit whatever outcome you desire. So how does your environment impact your behaviour? So as I said, most of your um, actions are, most of your behaviour are habitual. And most of your actions are a response to the environment design around you. Now, this will be happening without you even realising it. And companies and sponsors and advertisers will take advantage of that in so many ways to make us do things to their will. So we think we have our own free will, but actually we're acting Exactly the way the TV company, the Netflix company the or, or other streaming services are available, um, the computer company, the whatever it is, the gaming company, whatever, we are acting the way that they want us to. Even down to the way that food is packaged, the way that food is set out in a supermarket, the way that clothes are set out in a shop we are designed to behave in a certain way, or they are trying to get us to behave in a certain way. And it fucking works. Now, the good news is, is that you can redesign your environment for success. So you can turn this around and consciously create an environment that is going to support you in your goals, not hinder you. Now, the general rules for habits are if you want to break a bad habit, you must increase the number of steps needed to perform that behavior. So the more steps, the more hurdles you put in the way, you make it unattractive, you make it not obvious, you make it difficult, you make it unsatisfying. Now, if you turn that on its head and you want to implement some good habits, you just reverse it. So you decrease the number of steps and you make it easy. You make it automatic. You make it obvious, attractive, satisfying. Now, the way that I think of this, like that it straight away comes to my mind, because this is one of the things that I implemented when I read this book, is that I was a huge takeaway queen. I ain't gonna lie. I was a huge takeaway queen, much, much more when I lived in London because I had Deliveroo and I would just use that app twice a goddamn day, sometimes three times a day. Yes, I would get McDonald's breakfast delivered and I ain't proud of it. Um, Since moving to the countryside, it has been made slightly easier from the fact that there is shit takeaway around here. No offense, Lincolnshire, but I have a great Chinese in my village. But the reason I don't have a habit is because I have to call the company. So I have to call the shop and I never know whether I'm going to get the moody teenage boy or the Chinese lady that doesn't understand me. So just that step alone is quite unattractive. And so (laughs) it puts me off buying it. Now, if there were an app where I could just order it on my phone and I wouldn't have to speak to a human being, I can guarantee that I would order that Chinese a hell of a lot more because it's more obvious, it's more attractive, it's more satisfying. So yes, decreasing and increasing the number of steps depending on whether you want to increase a habit or try and get rid of it. Now, there are lots of ways that you can prime your environment to make these four steps to make things either attractive or unattractive. So something that I think that we all suffer with is that we have too much screen time and too much phone time. So something that you could do that's really simple is you could find a home for your phone. If you're one of these people that sits with your phone next to you on the sofa, Lord have mercy, like it's so not good for you. I find even just by throwing my phone across the room and it being on the floor, it means I can actually concentrate on what I'm watching or concentrate on what I'm doing or reading without the constant lure of needing to look at my phone so you could buy a beautiful little box to put it in you could put it in a certain drawer you could still have it on loud so you could hear it if anyone called you but just the physical act of putting it in a different room I mean putting it upstairs that would be brilliant wouldn't it it just increases the steps um, between you and your phone now one Oh, I think I've just completely gone off track. So I think I was saying earlier, the thing that really that comes to mind with me when I'm talking about this is something that I implemented when I was doing the book Atomic Habits. And that was that I wanted to eat healthily. Oh, yes, of course, we were talking about takeaway. I was just randomly talking about takeaway and then I got onto the Chinese. and Then I forgot the whole point of what I was talking about. I was a takeaway queen. And I wanted to eat healthily. I wanted to learn to cook more. And I wanted to cook from scratch and be healthy. So I did something that was a one time action that would have a cumulative compound effect of it being repeated, 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 automatically without me having to take any actions. In fact, I would have to take actions to stop it from happening. And what I did was I set up Hello Fresh, um, it comes to my house every single Friday, which is when Bohemia comes home from school. And Then we've got the whole weekend. I have three meals which I space throughout the week, and then I also have a grocery delivery come from um, the supermarket. It gets delivered to my house, so I do like the Hello Fresh on one day, and then a couple of days later, I do the the supermarket delivery, so that it kind of spaces it out throughout the week. And these are all pre uh, decided pre, um, so not when I'm super hungry and craving something. They're all decided in advance when I have a lot more willpower to make good choices and make good decisions. So I just have real basics come to the house. That I know I'm going to use every week. Like I get all organic fruit and vegetables for the children, especially the babies. Now that I'm like steaming stuff and they're having finger food, um, all that kind of stuff, all the basics. I have it delivered. And then it's super easy. The number of st- steps between me cooking a healthy meal at home or ordering out all of a sudden cooking at home is a lot more attractive because it's already here it's automated it arrives every week I don't have to think about it and I find myself ordering a lot 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 less takeaway and eating a lot healthier that's something I put in place back in I think it was like January or February and we're now in July and it's still as true now as it was back then it's truly something that has changed my life Another way I've primed my environment to change my habits is that I was not taking care of my skincare whatsoever. So I would say particularly since having the babies, I have not been taking care of my skin whatsoever. And you girls 36. So, you know, I need to be looking out for this shit. We only get one face and I need to be looking after it. Now, I know the reason that I don't. And that's because I put the babies up to bed And when I put them up there, I pretty much just creep downstairs and start working straight away. Then before I know it, a couple of hours has passed. One of them will wake up and want feeding. I feed that one. I put it to sleep. The next one wakes up. That one wants feeding. I put it to sleep. I might get another hour to myself, but then I'm pushing it and it's time for bed because they're going to wake up wanting to feed again. Now, when I step back and look at this. The reason I don't take care of my skin is because I go up to bed at the point of a baby crying again. So at that point, I'm literally hastily shutting my laptop, turning the TV off, rushing upstairs, thinking, oh, shit, let me just brush my teeth quickly before I get into bed. Because once I get in bed and start feeding one of them, that's it. It's probably like sleep time for me. I'll just pass out. And so there's no time for my skincare. Now, all it took was stepping back at the situation and just looking at, I can identify why this is happening. I can see how my environment is playing a huge part in why um, my skincare has gone down, why um, this is happening. And then you figure out the solution. And my solution is this. It's a two-part solution. Number one is every night at six o'clock, pretty much, give or take, the babies and Beau are having a bath in the bathroom. Now, these kids love a bath. Bo will literally spend forty-five goddamn minutes in the bath, like she loves it. And the babies are turning very much the same way. Now they don't want to be played with and washed with the whole time. They just want to be splashing around, pouring their little cups, having the time of their lives. But I can't leave the room because they might drown. You can't leave a baby in a bath. You can't even leave a child in a bath. So. I have started using that time as my net time, no extra time time, to cleanse my face and do some of my skincare. So I will do a double cleanse. I'll sometimes do an oil cleanse. I might do a mask, not every night, but I'll do a mask. I have an amazing um, acid peel type thing from The Ordinary that I'll do once a week. This is all stuff that requires like a basin and a a flannel and a running tap and hot water. And it's all there. It's there readily available for me. I'm in this bathroom 45 minutes. I might as well make it count. The second part of this is that I have put all of my skincare products into a little bag, a very attractive bag, I might say, because it's important to have things around you that are beautiful to you. Um, And I have this downstairs in my storage, like in my living room, and it's on my sofa. So when I When it gets to like 10 o'clock at night and I've done that last feed, well, not the last food. There's truly never a last feed. It's just an endless cycle that just goes into the next goddamn day. But you know, that sort of 10, 11 o'clock at night feed, I'll then bring it onto the sofa and for the last. TV show I'm watching, or whatever it is I'm doing, rather than just sitting there, I will actually do my evening skincare. So I'll do like my retinol and then I'll let that soak in for five minutes, and then I'll do my night cream and then I'll let that soak in, and I'll do my eye cream. I will put it all on. And then I'm not putting my pillow, my face straight on a pillow and like rubbing it all off. I'm actually then sitting up anyway. I'm talking about skincare quite a lot. This is not a skincare podcast, but you get the vibe. And so I've really been embracing this change in the last couple of weeks. And I also just restarted my Beauty Pie subscription because honestly, if you've not tried Beauty Pie, they are the best goddamn products. I just got a hyaluronic acid. I got these two peptide things. I'll leave a link down below if you want to try a free month because honestly, I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't love it. Um, But yes, I'm back on the old beauty pie bandwagon. Now, simply by just changing these two things, changing where I keep my products and changing the time that I do them, I now am actually fully taking care of my skincare routine.
0: We'll be back after a quick break. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes.
1: So, you can see this in all kinds of ways in your home or your desk or whatever where your life is not working out for you. Now, I notice in my life at the moment where things aren't working out for me. Is my fridge and my kitchen and My office situation. So I'm having an extension done to my house right now. My kitchen is small as fuck. I have an under the counter fridge freezer. So I have one drawer as a fucking freezer. Can you believe it? And the fridge is so low down, it's right on the floor. I can never see what's in there. I end up throwing food away. I end up wasting stuff. I end up not seeing what food I've got. Now I'm fully aware that when that kitchen is renovated and changed and I suddenly have an eye level fridge freezer, I know that I'm going to waste less food. I'm going to use more stuff. I'm going to eat a more varied diet because it's simply an environmental change. Likewise, with my office and workspace, when I moved into this house, a podcast was just a fucking twinkle in my eye. And there was a lot of talk about what I would change my third bedroom into. Would it be an eyelash room, like a room to do lashes for people in? I ended up having it as a dressing room. And I don't regret that because I fucking love it. But God knows mama needs a goddamn office. I am trying to run two to three businesses here and all my life admin and everything else and also have stock for my online store. And I do not have an office. I'm literally trying to do it using the cupboard under my stairs and a little bit of storage in my living room and a little bit of storage upstairs. Then I just carry my fucking laptop around and it ain't working out. Now, again, when I did this book, I recognised that I was procrastinating on recording. I was procrastinating on working quite a lot. I felt very disorganised. I felt very overwhelmed by Life Admin. I felt very just disorganised and out of control. And I'm very aware that that's due to my environment. Now, I started keeping my podcasting equipment, so my laptop, the charger, the microphone, my headphones, it's quite a lot of wires and shit, it's quite heavy um, on my sofa. Because when the babies were about three months old, I realised that I was spending hours and hours and hours per day, just sitting with my breastfeeding pillow with them both feeding. And I realised that I could start podcasting with them feeding because they would be feeding for like 30-40 minutes. It was perfect. It worked at the time. Now, of course, things have changed and the babies have grown up and I can no longer podcast whilst they're feeding because they only feed for about 10 minutes at the most, 15 minutes maybe. They're a lot noisier. If I start talking, they'll try and rip my nipples off looking up to see what I'm doing. It ain't working out for me. And having my working and podcasting equipment on the sofa was causing me to procrastinate because what is your sofa supposed to be? It's supposed to be a place that you sit, you relax, you can watch TV, you can read a book, you can enjoy yourself. But for me, it was turning into a work environment and it wasn't working out well for either thing. When I was trying to relax, I couldn't, I felt like I should be working. And when I was trying to work, I couldn't because I was trying to tear myself away from the TV because that is where the sofa is like what it's designed to be used for, to relax and watch TV. Now in the book Atomic Habits, it had a really obvious, really simple idea. And that was to create a workspace. Now at the moment, I'm not in a position to have an office or create an office space. And so I cleared my dining table and I dedicated one half of my dining table to my work environment. Now there's only me and Bo eating at the table. So we don't need all of the chairs. So this worked out quite well. And I set up my laptop, my microphone. I had the uh, laptop plugged in, charging my headphones. I had my notebook. I had everything set up on the dining table. Now, the next step of this was a cue for when I would start to um, procrastinate and when I would need to make that split decision. Am I going to Create my new habit and live my new truth and be the best I can be, or just procrastinate and be the same old shitty person. And for me, that cue was walking down the stairs with that feeling of, ah, all three of them are asleep. Now, that is a very distinctive feeling. I get it once a day. And as I walk down that stairs, there's kind of no denying it. I know when that feeling is here. Now, either I can choose to come and sit on my sofa, turn the TV on and start watching The Bold Type on Netflix. Then before you know it, I've done five episodes or, which is what I changed my mind to, is I walk straight past the sofa. I walk straight into the dining room and I sit at my dining table and I'm not even obligated to do any work. All I have to do is make the conscious decision to walk past my sofa and sit down at the dining table. Now, of course, that's a really small thing to do. It's a tiny little action. But what happens is once you take that tiny little step in the right direction, it has a bit of a snowball effect. You think, well, I'm sitting here now, my laptop's plugged in, it's open. I even got to the point as well, before I'd take the girls up to bath them and put them to bed, I'd actually open my laptop, I would open up my editing software and I would would get it to the point where all I'd have to do is press record. And so I made it as easy as possible. I put the least amount of steps between where I was and what I wanted to achieve as possible. Now, as a result of this, I ended up working more than I had done in the past, completely like probably 50, 100% more, maybe even more than that. It was incredible just as few small environmental changes and environmental shifts had a huge Um, impact on my productivity and how I used my space and time. So find out what is important to you. What goals are you trying to achieve and what atomic habits will get you there? Making small changes in your environment will make these things happen. It could be something as small as one of my goals was I want to be healthier. And one of the steps towards that is to ensure that I take all of my vitamins, supplements and medication every day. And that's something that I just found very, very difficult to remember. You know, I've got three young children, I'm working up, it's fucking hard to remember this shit. They're away in a cupboard in all these different boxes, and they never ever got taken. Now, somebody on my book club I don't know who had the idea of having a pill box and just decanting all of your vitamins and stuff into a pill box that is labeled Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it has changed my goddamn life. So I now have this huge pill box out like an old lady. And once a week, I go through and I decant all of my supplements, vitamins, medication, everything into these. And it's out on my dining table. Or sometimes I put it on my dining chair. So when I pull my chair out to have a meal, I see my pill box. And I cannot tell you the drastic effect that it has had just by being out, being visible, being easy, being attractive, being satisfying. Because let me tell you, it's quite satisfying at the end of the week, opening all your pots and filling up this thing, knowing that it's all bit going to be consumed that week. I don't know why. It's satisfying to me. I don't know what to tell you. So figure out your goal. If it's to start dressing better, to level up your wardrobe, get in your wardrobe, have a declutter, figure out a workable flow space that will mean that you wear more than what most of us do, which is we wear 20% of our wardrobe because we display things wrong and whatever, the environment is fucked. If you want to work better, set yourself up a dedicated workspace and put habits in place that will mean that you get straight to that environment and start working. You can be doing this in your car. It might be something as simple as I once saw that Khloe Kardashian puts Factor 50 sunscreen on her hands every time she drives. Because, do you know, driving like you literally that's where you get the most aging on your hands. And it would be something as simple as ensuring you have sunscreen in your car. Like if it was just in your car, wouldn't you just put it on every time? But it's just the act of putting it in your car and making it visible, easy, attractive and all the other things. So find out what it is that you want to achieve. You might already have your goals written down if you already have them written down, figure out which small habits that you could do daily would have a massive impact on you achieving your goals and then set up your home environment, your office environment, your car environment, whatever it might be accordingly and watch the magic unfold because honestly, it is quite magical. Um, That's about it today. I hope that you've enjoyed it. And just a note as well that since we're talking about home environments, some of us are more affected by our environments than others. I definitely am I get very upset if things are not like aesthetically pleasing and I think that's why living in this house for the last year and a half has been like oh so hard because it's not at all how I would want it and I've left my beautiful flat in London that's decorated exactly how I'd like it to live in this house, which was probably decorated about 40 years ago by a blind lady, it seems like. Um, But it's all about to change, bitches, because we are mere weeks away from an absolute renovation makeover. And I can't fucking wait. Um, But yeah, make your home environment as beautiful and as calming and as productive and as useful to you as you possibly can because it has a real impact on the way that we view ourselves and the way that we view our lives. So please do share with me. I would love to see your stories of maybe before and afters, tap to tidies, decluttering challenges. I live for that shit. So if you do decide to do that after listening to this pod, um, you can tag me. I'm at Francesca Amber or at Francesca. No, that's the same one. <laughs> you can tell I'm tired at Francesca Amber or at law of attraction changed my life. Um, tag me and I'll repost as many as I can thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please do rate, review and subscribe. Actually, if you were to do it in order, subscribe would be like the most important one. Rate, if you could rate me five stars, if you think I deserve it, that would be incredible. It makes such a difference with just growing the podcast and the visibility and the review. The review would be fantastic, but I understand you may not have time. But if you do have time for any of those things, I would be hugely grateful and you will be repaid in karma, I'm sure, from the universe. Um, And if you want more, if you're like, Fran, this is not enough. One podcast a week is not enough for me. I need more law of attraction. I need more positivity in my life. Why not come and join the Patreon? Um, I have a book club on there. I'm sure you know all about it. We are starting a new book. Mm, this comes out on Friday. It would be yesterday? Thursday. Yes, we're starting a new book on the 1st of July. We are doing Get Rich Lucky Bitch and it is another money mentality book. I'm all over this shit at the moment. We're seeing amazing results, not just me, but book club bitches too. And it is actually so insane when you start to think about it, that money, like everything else, is just energy and you just need to be a vibrational match for what you want. It's so simple, but it's so fucking... It works. It fucking works. And I'm very excited about it. So if you want to come and join us on our little book club journey, we're on our seventh book of the year. Can you believe it? Um, I will leave a link down below or on my social media. You can see it says Patreon book club. Just click any of those links that say that. And it's pretty simple. You just install the Patreon app and um, And you can hear a podcast every two to three days um, with a different chapter of the book. And we slowly read the book throughout the month. We do the exercises together. I share with you how I'm applying it in my life. And we all have a jolly good time. Um, So yeah, come and join us if you want. If you don't, I feel you. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. I will see you next week for another episode. Um, The Law of Attraction has changed my life, bitch. It's going to change yours too. I'll see you soon. Bye. millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are um so check it out um i'll leave the link down below
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm.